Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. It's time for the first look of week number nine. And here I am with Maddie Kroll. What's up, Maddie? How are you? What is up, guys? I'm I'm just thriving. You know, I have my energy sweater on tonight and I'm just having a great night. Ready to go for week. I mean, week nine. Could you believe that Mike White, did you see that his jersey is in the Hall of Fame already? They put his jersey in the Hall of Fame. They did not. I think they did. It was on Twitter. Is that real? I think so. I need I mean, a fact check. <laughs> Do we have a stat guy here? But I believe I saw a picture of it. It was a, it was a picture of his jersey in a case. And then it had a thing about what he did because he had the most. Some guy won $125,000 betting on Mike White to be the leading half of the week. I saw that. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I, yeah. Where, where did Mike White come from? I don't know. So here's my thought. And we'll just start this with the first look anyway. Yeah. If Mike White loses to the Colts badly, he's a blip and we'll never remember him. But if he should throw for 330 yards and three touchdowns, and what if the Jets just happened to beat the Colts? Is there a quarterback controversy in New York? I think there has to be. Don't you? I mean, what, are you going to get rid of Zach Wilson? No, but it's pretty amazing that this dude who nobody even knew, who's got the name of, like, you know, your lawn boy, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> just threw for 450 yards or something like that. I mean, the Jets as a whole just looked a lot more in sync. Was that yeah. him? It was, thrown to the, it was thrown to Michael Carter. It was thrown yeah. to Jamison Crowder. And it was honestly the Bengals playing the worst fourth quarter. And by the way, their offense in the first half was putrid. They were by the red zone. They How many terrible. times they couldn't score? They couldn't, they couldn't complete. Um, the crazy thing is, is they ran a lot of basic sets with him. Is that sustainable? Is the success sustainable with that type of offense going into more games in the future? I don't know. But it's a good defense, not against Darius Leonard. It'll be interesting to see how this goes against the Colts because the Colts have been running this little sneaky zone that it's zone, but then they have a guy that it almost turns into man in the back end, depending on what they play. I don't I don't know the exact term or if there even is a term because I haven't seen anything like it, but they've had some sneaky sets that the Colts don't normally have. And they've been executing it really well, specifically on third down. So I'm interested to see how he does against that. Colts always play well at home. Darius Leonard may be the best defense, you know, one of the best five defenders in the league. Mm -hmm. I think Cinderella's slipper has run out, but I'm still intrigued by it. It's one of the reasons I was going to, I mean, I'd watch the game anyway, but now I really want to watch it. Oh, absolutely. I want to watch it too. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. All right, Browns, Bengals. Did you see this crap about Beckham's father talking about how Baker hates Beckham? Now, I've always thought Baker hates Beckham. I do. I really believe that. But at the same time, I'm like, would you really screw your team and your career just because you hated Odell Beckham Jr.? No, you want to, especially if you know who Baker is. Okay, so, I mean, you know him better than I do. Yeah. I would think he's too competitive for that, right? 
way too competitive. And honestly, I've never been a big Odell Beckham Jr. fan anyways. So this just kind of caps it off. But speaking from somebody who isn't a great fan of him, um, why are you having your dad tweet out videos? Why are you having LeBron James tweet something out? If you really want to trade that bad, say something. Stand up and do it yourself. But now you've created this awkward, passive-aggressive environment now nobody really likes you. And to be honest with you, I think like I don't think the receivers want to catch the ball in Cleveland. Nobody helped Baker out this past Sunday. No, and you know what the crazy thing is? So the, the trade deadline came and went. Yeah. And people were like, how come Beckham didn't get traded? I think if they got traded, that they, another team would have to pay $8.5 million. No team has that kind of cap space now. It's almost an impossible thing to imagine a trade happening. So it's not like it's the, the Browns' fault, trust me when I tell you, Beckham will not be on that team next year. I mean, not at they may, all. They may release him this weekend. I mean, they can't stand him anymore. And this has happened before. This is not, I came, I'm not vibing with the Browns. This is, I'm Odell Beckham Jr., and I don't like it here. It's the same titty tantrum that he threw with the Giants. We watched the same thing happen, and it's just like deja vu. First of all, like, Let's stay healthy through a season. You know, get your money's worth. I'm not a huge fan of him. And I just feel like this is um, now a pattern we're seeing. I am a huge fan because I think the talent is there. But Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of his talent, not of the person, the talent. Okay. I think what he's going to need to do is like what guys do in the NBA later in their career. They literally go and pull. They find a team where they can win a championship. Beckham is going to have to go. LeBron James. Right. Dwayne Wade. Right. And uh, Carmelo Anthony going to uh, the Lakers this year, trying to win. Beckham is going to have to find a quarterback, find a team somewhere and probably play like one year deals at five different places to try to win five championships. I could see that happening too. Cause nobody's going to want him for more than a year. Mm-mm. Right. So he goes to this team and then he goes to that team. He'll go where Aaron Rodgers goes. Then he'll go in Mahomes. Like he'll just figure it out. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure that the chiefs are going to be anywhere near the Ooh. championship but we'll the giants almost beat them maddie uh the giants beat themselves the chiefs did not win that game the giants beat themselves daniel jones was really bad mm-hmm. really the bad. penalties are what oh. was bad that that killed them yeah. absolutely killed them even the defensive penalties yeah, insane terrible, terrible. yeah I mean, at the end there were some bad penalties in that drive they, they had the chiefs done twice and they got penalties i mean it just mm-hmm. was and so, so this came out, and maybe I'm wrong by this. So Dr. Billy Voltaire, who works on our site, right, High Voltage Injury Report, uh-huh. said, great guy, said on SiriusXM with me, he goes, the Giants are working too hard. Joe Judge is pushing them too hard. Well, look at all the injuries the Giants are sustaining. Yeah. I agree. Not a fan. All right. Here's a game. Now, if I'm not mistaken, is one of us, and I think it's you, is a Cowboy fan. I like the Cowboys. Yeah. We got to talk about it for you. Good weekend for you. I'm thinking about going to this game. Bryce Callahan out on injured reserve. He's like their, one of their best cover guys. Von Miller traded traded. Who's their defense right now? I don't know. And we all know he's a defensive genius, but it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. I don't think that they're going to be able to stop Dak Prescott. No period. Way. Especially Look, not the duo in the backfield. Our tight ends now are making 
insane blocks where those tight ends, I love them. They can catch the ball, have been a little iffy on their blocking assignments. And now both Jarwin and Schultz are coming out and they're making good blocks and they're able to catch the ball. They're setting everybody up for success. It's I'm excited about the Cowboys. And Noah Fan has COVID. So you have Noah Fan. You don't have. Oh, I didn't realize Noah Fan has COVID. Just has COVID. And you don't have whatchamacallit. You don't. Callahan is really good slot cover. Now who's going to cover Lamb? Good luck with that. Good luck. Start him in DFS. That's all I'm saying. I Dak, start I'm starting Dak too. Are oh, you starting out? He's I do think that he's going to be on his feet a little bit too, just because everybody says no, but I think that he's going to get a few rushing yards. Oh, just to prove that he can? Mm hmm. All right, Texans and Dolphins. Is this the game where Tua basically sticks it to the Texans and throws for like four touchdown passes? I hope so. Tua needs this. Tua needs this. What do you think about Waddle? I think Waddle is go it would be in, in the right system is a really good player. Mm -hmm. I do. I th I think they have a I think Tua could be good. I don't know whether this system is the right system for him, but he's not a bad quarterback. I've seen worse. Yeah. If you could have Daniel Jones or Tua, who would you rather? Tua. Right. Like, not even thinking about it. Also, I think that now that all this Deshaun Watson drama is out the door and Tua knows he's the guy for a little bit, hopefully that gives him a little bit of validation to go out and only focus on the game. And keep this job because if he mm -hmm. plays well, this is his job. If he plays poorly, he could be done, right? And right. by the way, Aaron Wilson, who works on our site, said there was no way Deshaun was getting traded. Ooh. And he was right. There's no way. Nobody wants – we talked about this last week. you want to deal with that? Nobody does. Nobody does. All right. A couple of things for you. Let's take a sidebar here. The Henry Rugg situation. Mm -hmm. Sad, oh. sad situation. Oh. Does he ever play again? No. I don't think so. He's – well, first of all – I wasn't expecting a release that quickly. I don't know why, because, I mean, everything that happened with Gruden, that was a blink of an eye out. But for some reason, I thought, you know, they're going to keep him on, help him out. I guess just because he's so young, he's 22 years old, he's got a family. Um, I kind of thought they may ride it out a little bit. Um, no. I think from what I'm – maybe I'm wrong. He has to – like he can't – he can't go practice with the team. Like he's done. Like he's in, in oh, cars, you know, he's, I'm sure he's in the system. there was a death. Yeah. There's right. a death, death involved. And I think that if he gets out, it's going to be um, maybe more of like a house arrest situation. I don't really know how that works, but um, not a good, not a good deal. He killed a 23 year old girl and her dog. Yeah. Driving 150 in a 40. What's up with that? It was not a good decision. And honestly, it's sad on both sides of it. Obviously, anytime there's a, a death involved, it's heartbreaking. It's somebody's child, someone's family member. But then I also feel sorry for him because he's 22 years old. And not only is his life pretty much over at this point, but he has to live with that. He has to live with killing someone who's a year older than him for the rest of his life. And he's got a long life to live. Right. No, it's true. Based off of one bad decision that's gonna that's gonna be worse than any punishment they could give him honestly do you think he ever plays again do you think maybe he serves five years and plays again or do you think he's his career is done i think he's done i truly do the way 
the NFL is, there's always younger, faster, better, more talented people on the up and up. Just the way it is. It's the next man up mentality. Right. And I don't think you come back from that. No, it's a, it's a rough one. I didn't I mean that one caught me by surprise. You know what else caught me by surprise? So, I mean, I know we both feel very strongly about mental health. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts about Calvin Ridley just and Lane Johnson just taking off during the season? Are you, I'm not trying to be old fashioned. I'm just asking, is there mm-hmm. something where they can, do you think, get help with get play on, on a Sunday or you think it's one way or the other? I think if they get to a point where they're saying, I need a break, the exploration of can I try to work on this while being a valuable, effective player has already been explored and that's not an option anymore. Okay. I mean, it would be just like any of us. Here's my issue. If he had come out and he said, I have to take time off. I have leukemia. Would there be any? Nobody would say a word. Nobody would say a word. One of my friends pointed that out to me, and I feel like that is the best comparison to look at. Mental health, just because you can't see it, just because not everybody understands it, is an illness. I mean, it's a chemical imbalance in your brain most of the time. If somebody's saying, I've had too much, I need a break, by the time that they get to that point, they need a break. And I feel like it should be respected. I like what you said, though. I think think what you said was really smart. I think it's, you know, if you're saying that I can't, it's probably, if you got to that point, you've, you've explored every other option up mm-hmm. until that point. Like him playing last week was him trying one last time. Absolutely. And I feel like if you listen to Lane Johnson speak, first of all, wow, because that was incredibly insightful. I've read some of the things I've listened to his interviews, but his sit down, I felt like was so eye opening. Um, and I would encourage anybody if they hadn't seen it to go sit down, listen to it, watch it. However you stream, listen to podcasts, whatever it's out there. It's just, it's incredibly eye-opening. and guess what? He came back and he's been playing lights out. Yeah. Phenomenal. I I think Ridley will be back this season. I don't know what week, but he'll be back. I do too. And you know what? He'll come back better and the team will be better for it. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So this was a rough week before we go back to the games. Uh, let's just, well, I mean, we'll talk about the, the Sunday night game now. How about this? Derrick Henry, honestly, could be out for the season. Probably. Adrian Peterson, for the fantasy season, he's gone. For the fantasy season. Adrian yeah. Peterson, Jeremy McNichols. So, so I don't know if I told you this. When I saw Darrington Evans get put on the IR last week, I picked up McNichols in my four different leagues. Mm-hmm. The only reason I did that is just for exactly what happened. I knew he was the backup. And you never know. So never I would drop, I dropped my worst player, threw him on, said I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And sure enough, not that I wish injury on anybody, Dang but it's day. one of those veteran moves that I that I tell people out there, always stash a backup running back. You never know. So we can blame Doc for Henry going down. No way. I love I'm just Henry. Joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> but it was, I felt, you know, that's I never want to see an injury especially to a great player, but man, that was brutal. That was brutal. That was brutal. I'm interested to see if they change things up now. They caught a lot of flack for how many touches he got and were they increasing his chance of being injured? I'm intrigued to see what they do going forward. Is this still going to be as heavy of a run offense as what they came out doing? Are they going to try to implement a little bit more of the pass game. I don't know. Well, they signed Dante Foreman. 
right? Mm-hmm. The old Texas Longhorn. So I'm looking at this way. I think Adrian Peterson gets 15 carries a game. Mm-hmm. I think Foreman gets about five. I think McNichol gets about seven or eight. So See, that's I thought point. Peterson and McNichol will be. Like no, this. no, but I think McNichol will get like four or five catches a game. Okay. So I think McNichol gets about 13 to 15 touches and Peterson gets about 20. Okay. But, but Henry was getting like 40. So you got to figure out Insane. where the 40 go. Right. The difference is, is I joked with Sam. I said, Henry blocks for himself. You, you don't need any extra personnel out there because he's got it. He yeah. is a, he'll run through anything yeah, through a brick a wall. You yeah. don't have that in any other player that they have. You just don't. No, no. And I think, you know, now they're going to have to throw the ball. league. They're going to have to throw the ball more. And it's going to be hard to do because Julio Jones is not there. So mm-hmm. it's an AJ Brown love fest. It's going to be difficult with that offensive line also. I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So and I'm, I'm very intrigued by that game. I mean, I think the Titans Rams could have been a good game, but now I think it's more of the Rams winning that game on Sunday night. Pretty and pretty. you also have to think about it. Obviously Von Miller isn't going to come in and play every single snap. It's not going to happen. Not the first week, but coming as a de- defensive coordinators kid, I just like to play around with what I think is going to happen. And Okay, we have Aaron Donald. Then you have Von Miller. If you go opposite sides of the ball, so what happens, especially with the Titans, what they do is they, when they're facing a strong defensive front, they shift everybody to whatever they feel like is going to be their weak side, i.e. Aaron Donald. Everybody does this. Everybody has to double team him because nobody, not one person can handle him on their own, right? They do that. Who's going to be on your opposite side? Right. Right. If you try to go man – it's not looking good. Good luck. Not with that. looking good. So yeah. I'm just interested to see what they even do, how they handle this. I'm I'm interested to see on the opposite side of the ball how the Rams are going to play this. So Hopefully much the way like, I think. Much like pocket GM 21, the game I told you about last week. Mm-hmm. I might get fired over that for my <laughs> daytime job. Doc, I got fired. So I'm telling you that sometimes you have to go for the championship. I love what the Rams are doing. They're all in. Right. All the chips are in. I don't know how many years they have with this group. Maybe it's two. It's kind of like the Bucks. You, you're there. Right. You bring in Von Miller. You have Aaron Donald. You have Matthew Stafford. You go for it. You get bringing Jalen Ramsey. You do what you got to do to try to win a championship. The thing that I didn't like, isn't he a free agent after this year? Right. But you're going to sign be him because that's what you're going to do. If they're able to do that, it's just, it's going to look really bad four to five years down the line. Also Rams are really great bad. drafters. The Rams never have a first draft. They don't, they won't have an opportunity coming up, but you know what? They're great drafters. You give the Rams third round picks. They'll do more with third round picks than the jets will do with, with two firsts. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's not saying much though. All right. The saints and Falcons, by the way, um, Taysom Hill, I expect back. No Jameis Winston. Uh-huh. I'm worried now. So here, let me let me throw this out to you. I'm just going to throw this out. Taysom Hill comes. Goal line. He could get some carries. Alvin Kamara loses some. Derrick Henry's not there anymore. Maybe fantasy football managers have just seen two of the top ten guys lose value in fantasy leagues. Yeah. I've been talking about this, and I think that when he comes back, it's going to be a struggle bus for a lot of people. I almost prefer Simon. 
Sim? Oh, Simeon. Simeon. Yeah. Simeon. Thank you for that. I was I was attempting. Simeon. Um, I also can't say you're gonna. Do you know what Simeon is? No, but a it reminds a monkey. Oh, really? Yeah, but I'm not saying Trevor Simeon's a monkey. I'm just saying Simeon's a monkey. Simeon. I also can't say Simeon. Like cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon. I can't say that word, like at all. So I always get nervous trying to pronounce this too. Um, I think that we're better off with him, honestly, as a as fantasy players. There's something about Taysom Hill that I really like. I like the fact that he's like a, a linebacker playing quarterback. He actually has a decent arm. They just don't let him throw. Because he, he will can't literally read. Throw 14 times a game. He makes really terrible decisions when he throws. Terrible decisions. He does, but if he can work on the play action and get a couple of these guys deep, and they have Deontay Harris, they have Traquan Smith, they have a couple of guys they can throw the ball deep to. You throw one sneaky coverage at him, and it's going to be pick after pick after pick after pick. You can't do it. You cannot do it. The Falcons will not have any sneaky coverages because the Falcons That's are not true. very good. That's true. That's fair. Uh, Raiders, Giants. Here's mm-hmm. a guy. I'm going to give you two guys, Maddie. One you better have on your fantasy league, and one you might want to think about. Brian Edwards, the new number one receiver for the Raiders, love this guy. Mm-hmm. And Zay Jones, former second-round pick of the Bills, might be a starter right now. Can the Raiders do – can they make the playoffs without rugs? It's going to be tough. I it, I don't like it. No. Brian Edwards is good. He's good. Do you think Tannehill is going to be able to make that happen? You mean Derek Carr? Or, sorry, Derek Carr. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, Derek Carr has been the best quarterback that nobody's talking about all year. He is. He's not. He was not. He started looking better after Gruden left. But Derek, I love Derek Carr as a person. Big fan. He's. Yeah. That's that's really awkward that I called him Tannehill. But big big fan of Carr. Um, the story you want to tell us about Tannehill? No, I I don't know. I don't know Tannehill. I honestly don't even know where that came. I really don't. I don't know. It may may be a story for us. I really don't know where that came from. I think it's because, honestly, I talked so much football at work today. I talked about Tannehill over – I had a patient who was trying to argue with me that said that he was the most underrated quarterback in the NFL right now. And I think maybe that was – his mouth he's arguing with you? How does he win when you're like – So it was an Invisalign patient. No, he's – it was not an Invisalign patient. It was a sleep patient. We have a sleep clinic. So I was doing his OSA and this is supposed to be like a 30 minute appointment. And I kid you not, we are like over an hour into this appointment. And I know my doctor's probably like sitting there like, what is she doing? And he came in with four fantasy leagues and was asking me for advice. Now it's like, it's comical when they come in with this stuff because my doctor thinks it's funny. But at the same time, if you're going to fight with me about Tannehill, it was a long day. But anyways, Brian Tannehill, by the way, is very underrated. Not the most underrated quarterback in the NFL, though. No, but he's pretty underrated, though. He's pretty good. Honestly, at this point, I'd say Mike White. Yeah, he's the most underrated. (laughs) So, all right, Carr. Carr has Waller. He still has Edwards. He has Hunter Renfro. Mm -hmm. Zay Jones is not a bad receiver. I haven't been impressed with Renfro, like Waller. I just I I don't know that they have what it takes to stay consistent and make it to the playoffs. Can they beat the Giants? Game seventeen. 
if the Giants can get a control over their penalties, I think that they will put up a good game, but I think that the Raiders will beat the Giants. I do too. I do too. But I think there's a potential for it to be a good game. Saquon, COVID. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, COVID. Oh, man, Aaron Rodgers. You saw that, right? Yeah, sure Jordan did. Jordan Love, baby. Jordan Love. And we were all looking forward to the State Farm matchup, you know? Right. Disappointing. What you, I mean, I, I don't want to judge. I'm not judging people, okay? I'm not judging whether you're vaccinated or not. That's up to you. Mm-hmm. I just feel like if you know that if you're not vaccinated, you will be out for 10 days, that's letting your teammates down. Absolutely. And that's not something I'd want to do. Mm-hmm. We're watching it happen in the NBA right now, and now there's penalties. You know, If you can't play, you are fined for every home game you have to miss due to COVID reasons. Right. It's not happening in the NFL yet, but it could be. We'll yeah, see. I mean, like I said, I'm not. If you don't want to take it, you don't want to take it. But that you that this happened, this this was avoidable potentially, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, was avoidable. Was avoidable. All right. Patriots and Panthers. Um, good chance that CMC is back this week, but Sam mm-hmm. Darnold may not be. Uh, Mac the Knife Jones goes to L.A. wins that game. Mm-hmm. I had part of that right. I had Damian Harris scoring right. Uh, Hunter Henry not scoring. Very upset about that. But uh, Belichick just understands Justin Herbert. Can the Patriots beat the Panthers? Remember what I said about that? Yep, I put money on that. I got I got a nice little paycheck off that game, so I'm just riding my high. Can the Patriots beat the Panthers? I believe so, yes. Me too. It's a hard yes. Very hard yes. And especially Very hard yes. If P.J. Walker's a starter, load up on your Patriots defense all day long. That's I agree. Terrible. I so. agree. Absolutely. And Belichick is going to literally triple cover DJ Moore. I would even say if you have the opportunity, that's that's going to be a good defensive pick, yeah. regardless of who's starting. Right. Yep. They're going to frustrate Sam too, for sure. For sure. All for right, sure. Bills-Jaguars, Maddie. Bills-Jaguars. Is there any – I mean, this game feels – all right, so here's my thought for you, right? Mm-hmm. This is Dr. Roto's crazy prediction of the week. When we see this game – we immediately go, there's no way the, ja- the Jaguars just got killed by the Seattle Seahawks, killed, and now they're playing the Bills. What if I told you this game is going to be like 23-20 and the Jaguars are going to lose, but it's going to go down to like the fourth quarter? Would that shock you? Are you saying that half of their starters are going to be resting? <laughs> I'm saying that just when you think you know the NFL – Something ridiculous happens and a game is closer than you think it should be from just happens that way. I think that if the Bills get up, if they're not taking this game seriously, if they try to rest some of their starters, try to preserve them now that we have this extra game at the end of the season, I think that it's going to be closer than what most people think, especially when they're going to bet. Um, I would be careful about that just because. But there's no way that this game is actually like the true Bills playing the Jags. And it's not a blowout. Okay. The Bills like to blow people out, though. So there's a good chance that could happen, too. I don't know. We'll see. And the Bills haven't had a good blowout in a while. No. They're due for one. A little 48 to 7, something like that. Might be interesting there. Mm-hmm. All right. Vikings and Raiders I mean, and Ravens. Mm-hmm. I think the Vikings are in big trouble here. 
uh, Daniil Hunter, done for the year. Mm-hmm. If you can't put pressure on Lamar Jackson, you're not beating Lamar Jackson. I kind of like Rashad Bateman. I kind of like Hollywood Brown here. I kind of like the Ravens here. Mm-hmm. I do too. I think Bateman's going to be great. They also have – they're going to go back to running more of their two tight end set. We're going to see more of their like 12, even 13 personnel, I think, out of the Ravens. Um, schematically, it's going to look like they did bef- before Boyle got hurt, and that was beautiful. He's a great blocking tight end. Mark could be a little bit better in that area. Mark Andrews thrives whenever he has a good blocking tight end on the field with him. I think he's going to be a good pick this week. I also think Bateman's going to be a great pick. Hollywood is probably my third good pick. I like Bateman this week a lot. I, I will. Also he's my number him. one. Who? Hot Bateman. Mark? No, oh, Bateman. Bateman. Mm-hmm. Bateman, uh, Hot Mark, Hollywood. And now I'm going to give you the correlation play here. The Ravens are the worst team in the league against opposing tight ends. Tyler Conklin's making a play this week. Yeah, they're they're the worst. One I think the they're. Worst. I think they're third worst. Yeah, from the Chiefs the are worse, I think. Then. There's a couple of teams that are bad, but they're bad. I mean, they're really bad. Yeah. They're they're also bad red zone. Yeah. Middle field also. Um, yeah. All right. Chargers, Eagles. Um, can the Chargers come to the Eagles and get healthy? Because they need to win badly here. Badly. They have a better shot than they've had in the last couple of weeks. However, the Chargers have been exposed. For what, bad run defense or offensively? Offensively. It started with the Ravens. That, I I, I think that I, I don't remember if I said in the article or on a podcast, starting with the Ravens, I know that I called it, that right side of the line is an issue, and they've done nothing, both the tackle and the guard. And Herbert's going to have a difficult time. Against the Eagles going forward he's been you exposed could, you could run on the eagles though and austin eckler is going to run on the eagles eagles won't be able to stop that dude yeah the the eagles aren't going to have as many people down in the box um i'm interested to see what they do there is a zone heavy defense but they've been playing a little bit more man the way to shut down the chargers is going to be to run a little bit more man but they don't have the personnel to cover them down deep does does Slay take Mike Williams? What? Does Darius Slay cover Mike Williams? I don't think he can. Not well. And Maddox doesn't cover Keenan Allen. Like I don't know whether you. Uh, it'll be interesting. That's how they're going to get beat. That's the thing is, if they can't if they can't get to the quarterback and shake things up, they're going to get beat downhill. Okay. I just don't, I don't know think the Eagles are going to beat them, but I think that going forward, the Chargers are going to have a lot more of a difficult time than people think. Okay. I do think the Chargers are going to win this game. I do like Slater, though. He's pretty good. He is good. Very he is good. good. But that's one side. Right. Got to fit. That's what their offseason plan is. Get a, get a right tackle. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Packers, Chiefs. Any way the Packers pull this sucker off with Jordan Love? They're playing the Chiefs, so possibly. But isn't this a game the Chiefs should win now that you look at it? Shouldn't we say the Chiefs should win this game? Absolutely, they should win this game. Will they? I don't know. I I truly don't know. Patrick Mahomes looked absolutely terrible. 
absolutely terrible he did. the last he game. He did. He looked terrible against the There's Giants. nothing you can there's there's really nothing you can say. And I usually don't like to say that about players, but there's a real issue going on. I and I'm not I'm not sure what it is. But he he's a big part of it. I don't know how a guy goes from literally a once in a generation quarterback to somebody who doesn't look good. It's a little weird to me. A lot of it has to do with this. I hate when people say, oh, we figured this out, but we, we know exactly what it is. If you shut down his two favorite weapons, he, he panic, he's panicking. He's flustered. He's coming into the game flustered. He's not even making reads. He's completely overlooking wide open players. And instead of just taking the L when you're getting sacked, you're going to choose to throw it and get an interception just because you want to prove that you still got it. I, I can't tell if he has too much confidence or not enough confidence, but it's bad. It's it's a bad situation. Bad what are your situation. On Derek Gore, does Derek Gore have any chance to be a running back? Where there? did get Derek Gore? I I said this. I I looked up and I was so confused for a second because I was like, Derek Gore? Like, did Williams get hurt? Well, let me tell you what I like about Derek Gore. Can I tell you? And I think yeah. it's something the Chiefs have been lacking. They need a power running back. They don't have one. They've got these smaller guys like Daryl 1L, like Clyde Edwards Elaire, like McKinnon, but they don't have a dude on third and one to get a yard. Mm-hmm. Gore is that third and one, short yardage, Malcolm Brown. I'm a big dude and I'm a, a big load and he can't take me down kind of guy. That, I agree. That would help the Chiefs a lot. 100%. And now offensive line can block for that. Right. Here's here's a big issue, and I think I wrote about that. When you run as much RPO as the Chiefs do, what happens with the offensive line when you do that is they have to block for the run. That's what it is. Your quarterback has to make a decision before they get too far downfield to decide whether he's going to hand it off, run it himself, or pass the ball. That's where a lot of their penalties were coming from at the beginning of the season. Now it's almost just like he he's so mad at the offensive line. He's just trying to do things himself. There's a lot of times where there's there's holes in the defense to where the offensive line can block, and it would be at minimum a 15-yard game, minimum, the way that the defense is playing. And he's choosing not to make that read. He's not handing it off. Can I tell you the worst read the Giants made in that game? Do you remember? I think it was fourth down. And they had the option, and Daniel Jones decided to keep it, and he didn't flip it out to Booker. Yeah. That was the worst option play I've ever seen at a quarterback run. He didn't even get one yard where Booker literally had about 20 in front of him. It was bad. But you know what? There's a couple times that Patrick Mahomes, it was the same thing. Finally, this man steps up into the pocket, which I've been preaching. Step up into your pocket. Give yourself some vision. He steps up into the pocket, and all he had to do was take, tuck, and run. Would not do it threw an interception on one play, took a loss for another, and it was just repeatedly when he had open field. Minimum, you get 10-yard gain, 5-yard gain, slide he in. He doesn't watch. Will he not do not, it. He does not run in the middle of the field. When I don't runs, know he why. he runs outside. Why? Why? Because he feels why? like he's not going to. Slide in. No, it but just, you never see Mahomes in all the plays he runs, Matt. He's always running out. He never runs up. And see, I've never, I haven't made that observation, so I'm going to look now. But I did. That was in some of my notes when I was taking notes from the game. I, I was, I watched it happen over and over and over again. And all I could think about, if Lamar was here, 
he'd oh. be like sh- sh- straight yeah. through. It honestly probably be a touchdown. Yeah. It's it's really bad. It's really but, bad. But Mahomes, to his credit, knows he's not a running back, right? Lamar no. thinks he's a running back. Honestly, Ben Roethlisberger could have made a couple of those runs, though. I'm talking wide open because they were trying to shut down Kelsey. They were trying to shut down Hill. They All the defensive players had pulled, and they were out. They were letting the offensive line hold theirs. There was no one. I mean, you would have had to sprint from the sideline to get to the middle of the field to touch him. That's how bad that was. Wow. Wow. All right, here's one for you. The Cardinals here playing the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Is Kyler Murray going to play? I say yes. I know he's a little gimpy right now and people are worried. It's also mm-hmm. Wednesday. I say he plays. Do you? I think so. But I think so. It's really hard because I always go back to we have an extra game. So are they going to try to preserve him for later on? 49ers aren't that great. This could be a game. Can't you just play and just like run the ball more and pass, you know? You could. That's true. That's true. I think that he plays. I think he plays. I do too. All right. Last one for you. What's up? I was just going to say, do you, do you think they're going to rely more on the run offense? I think they've relied more on the run than people realize. That is more of a, the Cardinals are more of a running team than people give them credit for. They're a better run blocking team. They are. Chase Edmonds has been great. James Conner has been absolutely a star. I mean, tell Which me surprised me. I did not see that out of James Conner coming into the season. Me either. Not like this. And tell me the receiver on the Cardinals that you'd want on your fantasy team right now. Honestly, all of them. Really? Yeah. You would start Green, Kirk, or Moore? Depend- yeah, depending on what my options are. Yeah, I actually picked up uh, Moore. You're not winning your league if you're playing Rondell Moore every week. I have, I'm not starting him yet, but I did. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're bad guys, but you're not starting him every week. And DeAndre Hopkins has been like. I think they could be good flex players. When there's six teams on by, then I'll talk to you. But if nobody's on by, I'm not starting Rondell Moore. Okay. I did have Ridley, so I had to make some shifts this week. And I picked him up. Anyways. Matt, I'm going to give you a guy. You want a guy? Yeah. Jamal Agnew. Jamal Agnew. Okay. Do you know how many targets he's had in the last three weeks? No, I don't. 25 for the Jaguars. He had 25? He had, he had 12 last week. He had 13 in the two weeks prior. Hmm. Jamel Agnew. That's the guy you want. He's like the, he's what Chenault should have been, but they don't throw Man, to Chenault. Chenault. They give it to Agnew. Yeah. Okay. Just, you, just throwing it out there for you. I'm going to be watching Brian for Edwards it. and you want Agnew. The Brian Edwards, I actually need to take that down in my notes. I'm going to look into that. And take down Agnew. I'm telling you, he may be better than Edwards. Agnew's already been on my list. I just haven't pulled the trigger. Oh, yeah. What I'll usually all do right. is I'll look for guys on, on all my waiver wires at some point late in the week, and I'll just start stashing them. And then all of a sudden, they have 12 the targets, and everybody's like, what team is he on? And then you'll find them usually on my team. <laughs> I need to get one of your leagues just so I can like watch your moves and apply them to the rest of my leagues. Well, you know, it's very funny you said that. So when I partner with people in some high stakes leagues, I say there's one rule if I partner with you. You can't play in any leagues against me because you're going to know all the things I do because you're going to see what I do and you can't use that against me. That's the rule. Man. Okay. Well, I'll just have you in one league exactly. and I'm going to apply it to the rest we'll of my leagues. One league and then you can be in any other league you want. Yeah. I like that. All right. Next year. All right. Next year. Deal. 
All right, last one for you. Justin Fields and the Bears against the Patty Fry Steelers. I thought Justin Fields looked actually pretty good last week. Didn't look terrible. Didn't look terrible. Allen Robinson flashed for a second. Yeah, second. I still think the Steelers have this. Big time. Big time. Steelers have this. Steelers are in trouble, though. Not well, this week. Ben's pen looks terrible. The offensive line looks terrible. Watt saved the game last week. He was all over the place. I The Steelers have a lot of issues going on right now. But the Steelers have Najee Harris, who may be arguably one of the best running backs. Deontay Johnson, who's a star. Mm -hmm. Chase Claypool, who's a star. Patty Frymuth, who's pretty darn good. They have Watt. They've got enough really good players to make up for the crappy ones around them. Yeah, but they're not going to be a Super Bowl contending team anytime no. soon. No, no. And They've anything, got to get this quarterback situation figured out. And they need some help on the offensive line. But how do you fix it all? I mean, how do you, you don't? But if you can get a quarterback who can at least – everybody knows that Ben is not mobile at all. At all. Um, at least if you had a mobile quarterback, maybe you could do a little bit more. You have a little – a few more options. This feels like Ben's last season. It really does. It should have been Ben's last season two seasons ago. Yeah. yeah. He always says that he's going to take the offseason to figure out whether he wants to play anymore. They're going to have to – he's going to be just like Tom Brady. Like, he will show up in a wheelchair on the sidelines and then stumble out to the field. Like, somebody's going to have to just be like, no, we don't want you. Go away. Right, but Tom Brady, Brady will be eating avocado ice cream and feeling looking like he's 20 when he's 80. And Ben That's is going to look like he's 140 when he's 80. He looks like he's 140 now. I know. When he puts on a helmet. I'm like, so it looks like it's slow motion. It's really sad. It I have something for you, though. I have an oh, observation. Yeah. So I was watching the Patriots game, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, Mac Jones. Okay, Mac Jones is not going to have an insanely long career. Okay? He's okay because that's what they have right now. He's a rookie. A lot of – a lot of things play into this. He's not going to be a long-term quarterback. He's going to end up being a backup quarterback at some point. I think Mac Jones is going to peak in a coaching career. I don't agree with you at all. I love I Mac Jones. So. I think Mac Jones is smart. He's accurate. Mm -hmm. And he does the most with a dad bod of any 22-year-old I've ever seen. Oh, he does. I'm not, I'm not talking about like within the next three years. I'm saying long-term he's going to be – one of the best coaches in the NFL within the next 15 years. Oh, because he's smart. Insanely smart. That's what I'm saying. Like watching him, yeah. insanely smart. He knows the playbook better than Belichick Inside gives him out. credit for. Inside out. Inside the out. Way he's, the way he's reading defenses, I mean, I feel like as fans at home – we we have an advantage, so we should be able to see things faster than what players can see, right? Obviously, we can see everything. We know what's going on. He picks up on things faster than I do, and I'm not saying that like I'm the fastest, but that's I mean like like he picks up on things where I'm just like, why did you do that? And then I'm like, okay, that's why. Yeah. Normally, yeah. I can pick up on things as they're happening. He picks up on them before that. It's insane. I think he's going to be one of the best coaches that we see in the NFL once his NFL career is over. I find like he is – well, look, I mean, Frank Reich 
Frank Reich was a good backup and he's a good mm-hmm. coaching mind. I mean, a lot of the best quarterbacks are coach, you know, best coaches have been former quarterbacks. Yeah. But I look at Mac Jones and I say this, this guy gives his team a chance to win as a rookie. Yeah. As a rookie. When do we even say that? That's crazy to think, but he crazy. knows the defenses. He watches, he knows where his players are. He's accurate. He doesn't have the biggest arm. He's not the fastest dude, but he's smart. Yeah. It's just like, those guys in basketball who aren't the show out, they're not hitting three pointers all the time. They're not, they're not the leading scorers, but they are leading in assists. That's your guy. Mac Jones is that's him. So Matt, I, I coached um, high school and club volleyball for years, right? Boys mm-hmm. and girls. And uh, I had a boys team where my boys, it's like the, some of the, it was one of the smartest schools in the area, like really top level kids. Not only were they good athletes, but I never had to tell them anything twice, right? Once I told them one thing, they'd be there and we would win games, not just because they were good players, but because they were smarter than the other team. And it was a beautiful thing. to It was an easy thing to coach, right? Because all I had to do was say something at practice, maybe twice. By that point, I could watch it happen on the court. And then it would happen and the kids would look at me. We kind of give each other that old, you know, there you go. That's That's it, right? And then it was done. I mean, I think we went like 15 and two and won the New York City Championship. That's awesome. Right? That's awesome. So when you, when you work with smart people, you, you learn a lot. And, they, and I think they need to learn from Mac Jones. That's the thing. I also feel like he's elevating the people around him. And I don't think that it's from a strong leadership role. I think that it's from his intelligence. I think it's subtle. And I like that. I just, I truly think that he's going to have an insane career as a coach once he's done being a player. He's made Nikhil Harry look good. That's hard to do. He's Harry's made a lot passes. I've been very impressed with Mac Jones. The last couple of weeks, I've been watching more film. I'm very impressed with Mac Jones. They just don't let him air it out. I mean, he has, no. he has had very few It's very runs. controlled. You very called controlled. that. Very controlled. Very controlled. If they just but let him be, this dude could throw 25 touchdowns. They won't let him. He'll throw yeah. like 14. The thing is, is he's he doesn't have the strongest arm. He's right. not a drive the ball quarterback. His strength is that he's smart. He can read things and he can read them fast and he makes smart decisions. And he's just got this this sixth sense for timing. All right, give me your one prediction of the week. What do we got? Oh, I already got yours. I mm, okay. I'm looking at the schedule to see if I can find a good one. Um, I'm at a loss right now. I, I think this question every week, by the way, I, I know I struggle with this. You know, I struggle with, you know, I struggle with this decision. I think that we are going to see more Jalen hurts under center. I think it's going to be successful. I think that Philly is going to get their run game really going in this. Right. So who do we like? Do we like Boston Scott? Do we like Gainwell? Do we like Jordan Howard? I like Gainwell right now. Even though he did nothing last week. I do. I do. I like Gainwell right now. That's bold. That's a bold prediction. I like bold. Only because of the defense that they're up against. Because it's going to be tough to run the ball. Sharks have a terrible run defense. It's going to... Terrible. It's it's gonna be. I don't know. I think that I think that 
what I'm watching, I think Gainwell's going to have a better week. I could be wrong. Okay. But no, I, I want think, you to be right. I want you to be right. I think Hertz is actually going to run the ball a lot. I think he's going to do a good job. Hertz is going to have a good week. But I think so I think Hertz, I favor Gainwell. Hertz, two or Mac Jones, three Alabama quarterbacks. Which two do you want? Right now? Yeah. With their specific teams or yeah. as like a fantasy player? Both. Fantasy, I think it's easy. I think you want Hurts. Hurts, you want for fantasy. That's where I get tricky. Mac Jones. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. And two is kind of like in the middle. Hurts mm-hmm. doesn't make great decisions, but he's always going to come up with fantasy points. Right. So he's not the quarterback that – when if you're a big football fan, he's not impressive. Right. Mac Jones is your guy. Fantasy, Hurts. Mac is my dude. He is. Yeah. All right, there you have it. Time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Maddie and I will be back next week. Be well. Take care. Bye. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.